Hello, entrepreneurs, dreamers, business owners, and happy people with high hopes. Welcome to Cash Flows with your host, Cash Matthews. All right, welcome to Cash Flows. I'm Cash Matthews. I'm your host for today for this incredible show that we're putting on. And uh, we're actually glad you're here. You know, this is business oriented. And this is where we talk about business or life or entrepreneurship or relationships. All the things. All the things that people may be going through. And we we call that pursuit the good life. So in pursuit of the good life, there are times when we all get stuck and we all feel like we're not making progress or we want to go further or we have a new goal. And, uh, you know, that's a difficulty in many people's life about how to get things going and how do things actually work. And so what we do here at Cash Flows is we bring people into our studio that are actually making progress and doing things, and uh, we copy off of them. And, you know, we, we ask them riveting questions, and uh, we want to learn a little bit about how they got where they are, why they do what they do, and how that might benefit you as well. So we call that concept Fire, Aim, Ready. And for those who are stuck maybe this is a moment where we just take action. Mm-hmm. And this is not a show about perfect action, but just action. And uh, so not in pursuit of perfection, but in pursuit of progress, we offer this show up for people and we hope you enjoy it as much as I do. And speaking of ready, let's introduce my good friend here, Mr. Kenneth Bauckham. Kenneth, welcome back to, uh, <laughs> what episode are we on today? I don't oh, even man, know. I think this is number uh, 63. Lucky number 63? Yeah. I don't know why that's lucky. It just seems Well, like... for somebody, I'm sure. Yeah. If you have a lucky number 63, you know, email us. At, uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd, that'd be kind of fun. Well, uh, this thing's been going pretty good. Yeah, it has been. It's been a ton of fun. I've been having a ton of fun with it at least, right? Yeah, so same. I can speak for myself. Same, except okay. for when I talk too much. Oh, right. You know, well, when so I then talk, talk let over me get the through intro. the introduction. That'd be great. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been having a good. We've been having a good time. Lots of jokes and uh, jokes aside, we're trying to help our local Tulsa area entrepreneurs with some uh, some daily wisdom. And I think you've got a little bit for us today um, related to appointments, right? You know, it's one of the single most essential items in your playbook as yeah. an entrepreneur. So when, when you're a doctor, you have somebody who sets appointments. There you go. And when you're a plumber and when you do skincare, whatever it is you do, you have to co- communicate with people that you would like to see them. And there are many schools of thought on this. I am the simplest guy in the world. I have a high efficacy in setting appointments because I try to set appointments with people, number one, that I know mm-hmm. and that I have we like each other. Yeah. And that's kind of been the concept of this bong group that you and I have kind of co-created over the years. And we want to do more of that. But when you do a one-on-one or a one-on-two or come to an event or come to a podcast, you have mm-hmm. to schedule it. You have to schedule an appointment. And this is not a conversation about appointment software. You use Calendly. Yeah. And yeah. that's just fine. I'm I'm I use a pen. Yeah. And, you know, my I think I use the Google calendar. We're not going to talk about that stuff, but we're going to talk about the essence real quick of setting appointments. And this is just a nugget. If you don't know how to set an appointment, feel free to call me, grab coffee with me. We'll work on it together. And I don't even care if you're in my same industry, but setting appointments is vital. It's essential. Mm -hmm. And I'm all I'm going to do is tell you two or three things that I do that have worked for me over the years. I'm a really hard guy to not have an appointment with because mm-hmm. I'm 
I don't even really remember the last time I was rejected besides high school. Well, uh, that's mean, that's a whole other story. I don't want to go into all. that. I, I did not, uh, you know, I did not know much about setting appointments in high school. But um, and so we have Christine Robinson. We're going to introduce her here in a minute, but she'll kind of be my prop. And uh, <laughs> did that sound right? Well, no. Mm. Okay, I'm yeah, so sorry. It that's, is what it is. That's a pretty lame intro right there. Um, but let's say that we want to set an appointment. And because I know her, like her, trust her, and she knows me, likes me, trusts me, why would I go to a whole big bunch of stuff to set an appointment with somebody that's going to say yes? Mm -hmm. And in our weird little group called the Tulsa Business Owners Networking Group, everybody's pretty conditioned to say yes. So my world has changed. If you're out there in the world, then there's a lot of other great networking groups. And in this one, it's pretty much a guaranteed yes from all 5,700 members. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how many clients a person needs to have a good career. Right. You know, soon this group will be 10,000 members. But how many clients does it take to have a good career per year? I don't know the answer, but you do. And so here's how I would ask Christine to coffee. Coffee? Absolutely. Question mark. Yes. <laughs> For me, it's one sentence. Hey, you want to grab coffee? And some of the rookies will come in and go, hey, Cash, it's nice to meet you. And, you know, I've been doing this and doing that. And they, they start to go around in the circle. Cool the story, bro. It is a cool story, bro. <laughs> hey, there's the hat. We got it. Let's bring it out for a minute. We actually have a hat for those who do that. And the real, the real way to set appointments, depending on the environment, is, hey, let's grab coffee. And then you grab your phone and go, okay, when? And you schedule yeah. it right there. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk about the physicality of scheduling an appointment. I schedule it in my Google calendar, and then I set two alerts, one the day before and one one hour beforehand. And that way, the day before, I'm going to set an appointment with you. My efficacy on people keeping appointments is really high because here's, if we're having an event, everybody in the bond group knows I'm going to remind you five times. And if we're face-to-face, -face, I'm going to remind you six or seven times. Tomorrow, we're having an event. And there's 21 people coming, and five different times in the last five days, those 21 people have been reminded that there's an event tomorrow. Why do I do that? I want to win. You want them to show up. I want them to show up. I want them to be part of the deal. I don't want to get in the room and go, where'd everybody go? <laughs> and our efficacy rate over the last probably 30 years is really high. Now, here's one little trick. I don't set appointments on Friday. Why? In the last 30 years, 90% of my Friday appointments rescheduled, no-showed, canceled, just didn't want to do it on a Friday. And I got to thinking about that. Hmm. I don't want to do appointments on Friday either. I wanted to build a life where I didn't have to work on Friday. That's ketchup day and mustard day. Sorry. It's a better mustard day than it's ketchup day. It's a better day. mustard day. Um, <laughs> but we, we remind people. We follow up in advance. Hey, just wanted to confirm we're meeting tomorrow at Mojo's. And uh, there's a little extra training that we could go into on how to really remind people and how to send them the, mm -hmm. the addresses. And I use some signature tag things in my text with people. But the number one thing with appointments is just to do the reminders. Yep. Put it in your calendar. What about setting the appointment? Well, not every appointment is going to be that easy. Uh, what about if you're calling somebody and they don't want to set an appointment with you? I have two ways I do that. And if it was with you, Kenneth, and now we know okay. each other and we've traveled together and we're friends, I would just call you up and I would say, hey, Kenneth, I only got a minute. I'm running right now. I'm busy. Mm -hmm. Step one, I'm busy because I am busy. 
Number two is I clear the time. Hey, Kenneth, man, I'm kind of running right now. I only have a minute. What are you doing tomorrow at 11? That's called clear the time. And you're going to say, mm-hmm. well, tomorrow you're doing mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in a normal environment. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to say, hey, I got something I want to get your eyeballs on. Can you meet me at the Starbucks on Brody? Wherever that is. Yeah. Oh, that's in Austin. Sorry. Oh, no, okay. prob- probably not at this It's going to be a long drive. Yeah. but And you're going to say, yes, no, maybe. Uh, no, I may get into my haircut. Hey, no worries, man. I'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks. I'll chat with you then. And a lot of people say, oh, you should change the appointment around and give them three options. No, I don't do that at all. I don't do that ever. I find what's good for me. Hey, dude, I'm running right now. I'm busy. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow at 11? Clear the time. Hey, uh, time's clear. Then I say the thing, hey, I want to get your eyes on something I'm looking at. Can you meet me at Starbucks at 11? Mm-hmm. Yes, no, maybe. And these conversations for appointments last maybe 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And if you're lingering on, well, I can do is Tuesday better or is Thursday better? Is 4 o'clock better? Is 9 o'clock better? Uh-uh. That's, that's kind of how the old school, high-pressure salespeople pick out what's best for you, run with it. If they can't see you, some, hey, dude, I'll check back with you in February. I got a lot going on right now. Thanks for taking my call. Bye for now. And I'm off the phone. And what if they ask me a lot of questions? Well, that's a whole other training that we'd like to do, but I keep it brief. I keep it succinct. When I go to ask for an appointment, I have a time in mind, or I'm doing appointments like we just talked about, and it's with a close friend, somebody that you know, love, and trust. That's how you set an appointment. If you have more questions, please schedule with me one-on-one and make sure you show up. That's an important part. That's the important part. Of it. You can't do you got the an appointment, appointment show if you up don't for show it. up. So yeah. with that, let's get on with our show. Thank you for the time on that. And and we love training entrepreneurs. So uh, we have in the studio today, Christine Robinson. And Christine, please say hello to our studio audience. Hello, studio audience. Ooh, and they definitely. Wow. You are wow, high tech. That is the most. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. That's the biggest applause we've had so far. Lucky me. Yeah, way to go. Well, Christine, we're glad you're here. I'm thrilled and, to be here. And we are thrilled that you're here. So thank you for that. Um, now, we met at this curious group called the Business Owners Networking Group, of which you are a part. Yes, indeed. And before we dig into who you are and what you have going on, we'd like to hear a little bit about your experience at this thing called the Bong. The first, my first meeting? Well, just any of it, like how it's been going. I know you've made your friends with my wife now. We oh, yeah. Bong and everybody Your loves each wife other. Wife is a rock star. I know. Wow. Yeah. Um, this networking group has been probably one of the single best things I've done in my adult life. Wow. Bar okay. none. All right. Go a couple hours on that. Right on. Uh, <laughs> we moved. So we've moved a lot in, uh, since we've been married. And I thought Tulsa was going to be easier. It was a little bit smaller than Houston. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I had a really hard time connecting with people. And I tried and tried. And I had a couple groups where I was pretty tight. But then I decided I needed to do something for myself. Right. And... Luckily, my mentor and business partner uh, said, we've got tickets. And I said, tickets to what? He said, the bong meeting. And I said, what are you talking about? (laughs) And uh, I'm an extrovert's extrovert, came to the meeting the first day, and I had to go home and take a nap. (laughs) I was very overwhelmed. Uh, It was amazing. And then, I don't know, a few weeks later, I think we had um, our net walking group. Oh, yeah, at the house, yeah. Walked in, met some new people, and I just thought, oh, my God. I'm home. This is amazing. The people I've met um, have been absolutely 
superior people. Just yeah. amazing. I have made amazing friends, uh, people in our my own industry. Um, I've helped them out. I have a great time doing it. Right. Uh, it's just fun to be with people who are motivated, who are entrepreneurs. I learn something from them every single time I get together with them. Right. It's been uh, wonderful. So you've made friends, you've made contacts, you've done lots of one-on-ones. I know I follow you, I stalk you, I lurk on Facebook. I'm sorry, is, is the right word? Well, and I don't even post most of them on Facebook. Um, but the people you're having them with do. Okay, I see. I don't, yeah. even, I don't even notice. Well, we, we, I have a great time. It's, I have so much fun. I'm so, I try to be really wrapped up in the moment and not think about other things. And I right. want to get, I want that time to be specific for that person. Right. And then just enjoy Getting to know that person has been you just phenomenal. Said, you just said something magic that I think is what has been instrumental in the bong doing what it's been doing. You said, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you're in a business and you're not having fun, there's really, you know, either it's not the right business for you or you're doing it wrong. And I think a lot of people approach this networking thing as a job. And, and maybe it is to some degree, but I don't know about you, Kenneth. I've just been having fun for the two years oh, we've yeah. been doing the bong in Tulsa. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, and, yeah. and meeting, just walking around, meeting people, knowing they'll say yes for an appointment. It, <laughs> and it just takes off that pressure, that weird networking pressure where you, you think they're going to slip a card in your hand and oh, try to sell does. you. it does. Well, and I was in another network. Nerd, oh, I can't say that word. Too. Nerdworking. Nerdworking group. Thank you. I like that word better. <laughs> Kenneth and I started the only nerdworking group, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, I might join you if I'm allowed. I went to another group and... The person, well, you have to recommend me, I'll recommend you, and you have to recommend me. And I had this one guy who was a finance guy who looked like he lived in his car. And I thought, why would I stake my reputation on a person I don't know? Right. I don't know if he's any good or not. Why would I do that? Right. I'm not going to do that. That's silly. I think a lot of them work that way. And I, to whatever degree I understand it, and man, if you're out networking, I support you. Oh, like what, 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 whatever method you're using, man, I want to say, keep doing it, make it work. But if it's not working, you know, there's a little bit different way to do it. Change and it. A little more gentle way uh, to do it. And, and uh, Kyle Sullivan, one of our coaches yes. in the group, uh, he's um, unleashed the champ as his business. Mm-hmm. And he says it the best. He says, you know, kind of show up, meet people. I think his, his phrase is meet people, make friends, money will follow. Absolutely. And that's what's happened in my life repetitively year after year after year. Show up, make friends. You know, the money will follow. It's beautiful. And it just takes a little bit longer. So if you're needing to make a sale that day to pay the mortgage, maybe not maybe not the best match for you. But no. if you're trying to build. That's the difference. If you need money that day, a networking group, especially something similar to ours, it probably isn't the best fit. Right. But I'm built I'm building my business right. and I want to continue to grow and to get better at my craft, at my right. art. And I get help from other people. I mean I've I've become very, very good friends with a bookkeeping business buddy. And we laugh about it because she knows me well enough to know that that's not my jam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, she I helps think me, mo- I help her. Most people don't have bookkeeping as a jam. No, not at all. Yeah, I'd rather poke my eyes out, quite frankly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That could be our poll line from this. Like, I'd rather poke my eyes out. Oh, yeah, exactly. Talk about bookkeeping. (laughs) Well, good for you on that. Um, So your business is in photography? Yes, sir. All right. I can picture her doing that. Oh. No? Okay. That would hit the button. Do do we have a groan button? We need to get one. A a groan? (laughs) I'll put put one on there. Maybe you can just do that live. Oh. Oh, that was good. (laughs) So... 
There's so much I want to ask you. Okay. I know you're friends with Lori, who owns Elevate, who's one of our sponsors for this yes. show. And uh, Well, you remember the day I met her. I remember that day. Oh, that, my goodness. Yeah, that was kind of a cool day. That was the coolest day ever. It was a cool day for everybody. It you was. had We all had fun. It was a good day. And, you know, that's business done the right way. You have lots of good days. Absolutely. They, they don't all have to be tragic. You know, I didn't make the sale. And I, I honestly believe people like you that have that philosophy who are a bright light wherever you go, I think that makes a difference. You know, you ever meet these people and they're like, eh, nothing ever good happens for me. And, I, you know, that's always raining and I stepped in a mud hole and, you know, everything's wrong with them. I've been there. Yeah. And it's not fun. It's not fun to be me when I'm there. And I don't want to be with those people. I try to, when that happens, I try to pull them out a little bit perhaps. But no, I don't. You know, and I believe most people are great. But when you meet somebody and they're down a little bit, I have two choices. Avoid them or get involved with them. And I always seem to get involved. Yes. And, And tell them like, hey, man, you know. I think this is a lesson on gratitude in growing a business often when you realize, okay, I've got it pretty good. Let's quit worrying about what I think I'm not and get focused on what I am. Absolutely. And uh, you're a photographer. And I am. And I understand. I mean, I saw some of the pictures I think that you showed Katie. Was it an athlete that was in town? No, it was was uh, Leslie Odom Jr. who was in Hamilton on Broadway. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah, I knew there was somebody famous. Yeah, and I saw the and I hadn't really seen your work at that point, and then I saw that, and I'm like, (laughs) okay, all right, she's out. She's a photographer. I am. And and how long? How long have you been doing that professionally for? Four years. I started during COVID. That was a good time to start. Yeah. A little before COVID. About professionally for four years. Right. I've been a photographer my whole life. I'm never in the photos. I'm always behind the camera. Right. Um, it's what I love to do. I've always loved it. And Well, why? I mean, let, what's, like, I want to hear the deep, there's got to be a, a level deeper than that, than you're, oh, ju- than yeah. you're just a photographer. Yes. And it's not just a business for you either. No, it's it's my life and my passion. And quickly one month you asked what would you rather be doing right i'm doing what i'd rather be doing right it's i wake up and live for it every day what i love about it so much i love connecting with people right i love one of my first professional sessions i had with a family wild toddler wild (laughs) i mean she was out of control and but i finally got to her it took me a few minutes and all of a sudden okay it's clicking we're doing this and these photos were amazing. They were beautiful because she's just laughing and being her. I'm letting her be herself. Right. Mom and dad are in the back going, oh, wow, <laughs> just keep smiling. And it was beautiful. And luckily that time, just that time that my husband was there helping, he, uh, I said, hey, because she wanted to play with me. Right. And so I said, honey, can you just, here's this, I got the settings, sorry. Um, can you just snap a few photos? And we did that. And that was great. But I love creating memories for people right because when you're taking photos a lot of people don't like having their photos taken right a lot of times i don't but if you make it fun and like i say i'm a party in a bottle and i am i'd like to have fun right life is way too short not to have fun but people remember that and i love creating those memories for them you know i i have some old photographs of my family Mm -hmm. and i love older photographs of people i don't even know like old like way back yes and it hit me the other day when I think about a photographer is that, you know, I am the greatest dream of my ancestors. A hundred percent. 
and the photographs that we take today done correctly will trickle down to our family a generation or two or three. And if we do it right, there will be people looking at those photographs that I've never met. You're absolutely right. And so you you are... Uh, you're... I'm, I'm helping create those memories, that legacy, that family legacy. I think that's so important. Yeah, I, I think we're planting a tree whose shade will never sit in. Yes. And, you that's know, that, that, it. that it just becomes this generational, to me, art. Mm-hmm. I, I treasure the photographs of my family from, from way back. So do I. And, you know, I found photos of my mom the other day when she was five years old. And I'm like, I wonder, you know, you can look at those and wonder, wow, that's 1945. What's she thinking? Yes. What's going on in her world? What, I mean, what, what did she do that day? What did she have? And I love photographs for that reason is they capture a moment in the actual life of somebody. Yes. It stops time. Yeah. And I love that. I love, I would have my whole house, if it were up to me, would be all photographs. Um, Mm. And my son hates having his photo taken. I said, dude, we're taking your photo for seniors. And uh, he let me do it. And he probably didn't have as much fun as I did that day. And I warned my clients, I'm going to have fun regardless. Right. I want you to have fun with me. You might as well pitch in. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, he did. And but he remembers the photo and he when he sees it, he kind of chuckles to himself. And because we had fun. Well, you are very enthusiastic. Yes, I am. And, and, and I, I believe enthusiasm goes a long way in business. I mm-hmm. think it goes a long way in life. Mm-hmm. It'll go, it certainly goes a long way in relationships. Um, is there something that like that you that you enjoy the most about being a photographer? Is there one thing about it that's that's the biggie? Connecting with people. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I learned when I was just doing it for myself and practicing and uh, my daughter was going through a really, really hard time. It's the only time my brain turns off and I can focus literally only on what's in front of me. Nothing else matters. I don't hear anything else. I'm there in that moment. Right. And that's hard for me. And so that is my that's it's my own therapy, I right. think. Yeah, that well, that's beautiful. I mean, so there is, there's beauty inside your art. That's not just the art itself, but what it does for you, exactly, on an yeah. emotional level. Yes. Well, so here's the odd part: you got great at something, mm-hmm. and now you have to go out in the world and be an entrepreneur. And that's, that's hard. That's a separate thing. <laughs> it's scary too. All right. So you, yes. you you have an ability, you have an amazing talent, but now you have to go out and you're doing entrepreneur thingies. Mm-hmm. Taxes and marketing and putting it all out there and taking orders. That's the beauty isn't in that, but that's part. That's part of what I, that's the, the part I don't want to do that I have to do. Right. It's not that I don't want to do it, but I would rather just go out and take photos all day long. Right. But that's not going to get me anywhere. Right. And then I won't be able to meet that new person who might be my next really great friend. Yeah. And your next relationship. So what do you, I mean, what do you like about entrepreneurship? I mean, it's given you some freedom, obviously. Freedom. I get to do, um, I get to set my own hours. I get to do what I want. I can say no to jobs if they don't, if they're not the right thing for me, if I'm feeling uncomfortable Mm -hmm. about what they want, I will refer them out. Right. Um, I get to be my own boss, but that's the, on the flip side, that's the, the hard part. Right. Okay, well, we'll then take the other side. What do you like the least about being an entrepreneur? Being my own boss. <laughs> <laughs> that's ironic. I think that's a beautiful answer. <laughs> but it's the best and the worst answer because 
it's hard to be your and own boss. Is there pressure on you? Does everything rise and fall with you? No, um, it's it's all internal. I'm okay. my own worst critic, Got always, it. all the time. Um, so, for instance, today I should have been working on a gallery uh, that I shot, and I decided I need. Well, my dogs had some accidents in the house today, so I'm cleaning that up, and then I keep cleaning. And then I get I go down a rabbit hole instead of going back to what I should have been doing to begin right. with. And I do that a lot. So my time management is not what it used to be back in when I was working professionally 40 hours a week. I, I, just, I call that work avoidance because when I have a lot to do, I'm going to go vacuum the ceiling. And, <laughs> yes. and, and, you know, like I'm going to comb the carpet very carefully because I'm like, this is what needs to be done right yes. now. Not, very not the paperwork, not the yes. follow up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, I love I love editing my images. That's fun. I mean, that's the yeah. art. And I could, my husband goes, you're not making any money doing that. I said, but I'm learning a new technique. So just shush and leave me alone. This is fun. That's how we create our <laughs> art. Um, I, but I, yeah, they're when it, the yucky work has to happen. It has I don't to happen. Want, like building my website. Ugh, yuck. Yeah. That's, don't. you should let me do it for you and see how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you'd be good at that. Uh, no. That's not your forte. No, it is not my forte or my fifte. <laughs> it is it is it is not something I could do. But you know, you meet people. I've met people. I have two people right now in the bong that I did not know a year ago mm-hmm. that are building these precious websites for us. Uh, Dominic Schultz, he's been on the show. Mm-hmm. And he's he, amazing. Oh yeah, and then Love I'm working him. with a G Max, yep. uh, Gina Maxwell. She's building one for the Tulsa Bong. Oh, no. That this How show cool that? that this show is going to be on that website. That is so cool. Yeah, I mean, she's doing a magnificent job, and you start to realize, hey, let's do the things we like to do. Mm-hmm. And don't do the things we like to do, and that's how you build a beautiful life. Absolutely. And you, and that way you get to share the wealth. Absolutely. Oh, 100 percent. Because 100%. when you're 60 percent photography and 40 percent the other stuff, that 40 percent keeps you from turning that 60 percent into 100 percent. Ooh. It does. I never thought of it that way. And that was you, a lot you, of math really fast. That's a lot of math. Yeah. It was 60s and 40s. Those are easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 13s, nobody can multiply by 13. Um, and 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 so I'm, I'm even going through that now after 42 years in the same business. And uh, like, why am I doing things that literally cost me five times what I would pay somebody? And you start to give up like a revenue base because you've chosen to do the small thing. Yeah. We're meant to do, you're meant to do great things. I, I like to think so. And you're doing great <laughs> things. And, uh, and you know, that, that's a great conversation. Maybe one day we'll have a coach on who can talk about delegation. Oh, that's a great idea. Because I, I need it. I think you need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we all need that mm-hmm. on some level. So maybe, maybe we pal up at the nerditorium one day and talk about that. <laughs> the nerditorium. Great, great idea. I think this is the nerditorium, by the way. <laughs> it probably is. This is, this is a good group like this. <laughs> that's a, I love that word, nerditorium. So I know that you teach photography. Yeah. I want to hear about that a little bit. That's a little wacky. And um, um, I mean, so you're a photographer, but you teach photography. I do. Tell, tell me real quick about that. So I'm at the local uh, community college. I teach photography, beginning photography. Um, I did it as a favor to my mentor because he couldn't get a class because he is a serial entrepreneur. Oh, okay. I don't know how he does it. God bless him. That's crazy to me. That's too scary. Um, and I really fell in love with it. Right. But I get... Well, you've seen me. I get a little excited about stuff. And so I'm, I'm teaching these people photography, and I get so excited, and especially when that light bulb finally goes on and they get it. Right. 
And so I get to share something I love and I'm so passionate about and help them improve their photography skills or get photography skills. And I've met, made some amazing friends along the way as well. Right. It's, it's been pretty cool. And then it also helps me to become a better photographer because I'm continually researching. One of the hard things about teaching the photography, some people have, they don't know how to turn their camera on. Guilty. There you go. And then other people are, you know, halfway through my first photography class. So I'm trying to balance all of it. And so I'm constantly trying to learn different ways to teach some of these people. Um, but it makes me, it makes me a better photographer. You have to sharpen your axe to know how to teach it. Absolutely. So I'm asking for a friend here. How long is a normal <laughs> photography class for meathead beginners? Meathead beginners would be, it's four weeks and it's three hours per week. So 12 hours total. So I think you know the story. I was going to be super dad. And my daughter had this long list of gifts she wanted for Christmas. And she had them categorized and organized. And, oh, you know, it, nice. it, it was fairly extensive. But I'm like, oh, no, no, super dad to the rescue. Because <laughs> she's, let's see, she's 13 now. She needs a nice camera. So I went to the camera store and went, hey, I want to buy a nice camera. And they're like, well, what does that even mean? I'm like, I don't know, something with like a turbo. <laughs> and they're like okay we got this guy uh -huh. yeah you're but I, I bought her a nice camera mm -hmm. and the whole time she's like dad there's not that many presents under the tree have you seen my list do i need to do i need to have my people resend it <laughs> and uh you know so i got her this camera and like when she opened it she was like really Aww. yeah and that was a tough one for me so i got a free camera two christmases ago there you go okay and it apparently is a nice one uh-huh. Sure, I'm sure it is. I'm sure they really took you for it. And they got you that you were an upgraded customer. Well, I, I told them I wanted something nice. Yeah. And that I, I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't, and I didn't know what a, you know, is a $200 camera good or is a $2,000 camera good? They and, both are. And well, that's right. I figured that they could be. Mm -hmm. And they gave me something nice and I have never turned it on. Oh. I don't know how. I think you need to come to my classes. There's a charger thingy. That you got to put in the doohitchy, and then it'll light up. Yeah, that and sounds then you about gotta, right. And then, but you got to have a little sticky deal to put in there. To, to that's what I, that's what I do. Are you like? Yeah. Are you? Is your stomach getting really sick right now thinking about that? Well, I mean, I just I can't believe he hasn't turned it on. I know. I don't know how. Man. Uh, anyway, we got to find the switch. We'll find it. You uh, know, some that's harder. It's easier said than done sometimes. Sometimes. Oh my gosh! I had a student who had a camera. I thought, oh my, I don't, I don't know how to turn it on. You're going to have to go look online. Yeah. <laughs> can't help you there. Yeah. Well, they're crazy. Now I can't find the camera. That, that's so a we're, I'm, problem. I'm having well, photographic struggles. <laughs> and so I do want to come to your class. And that I'll was just my be point. Your, your family photographer. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be able to take a decent picture with a camera. Yeah. And uh, all the people at the Bond Group yell at me because I always take pictures. Yes. When, when their eyes are closed or when they've got inadvertent <laughs> fish lips. So the average female I've photographed with my phone at the events is like. Not going to work. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Uh, so they, they're like, no, no, take 10 more. And then they'll select one and delete the rest. So yes. I can promise you that you will be taking at least C average photos consistently after the first class. I'm kind of a D minus right now. Um, <laughs> You'll be above a C. I promise. Even okay. working in in. Full manual mode, not just the auto mode. Ooh. Don't even know what those two things. But uh, <laughs> do you know what all that means? Oh yes, cool. He's uh, the master over there. All right. Well, uh, as, as long as the turbo works, I'm good. Hey, Kenneth, real quick. 
Speaking of turbo. Speaking of turbo, let's do a turbo advertisement for those wonderful advertisers who keep us going. All right, let's do it. So in our list today, we're actually going to take a pause to appreciate all who make it happen. Coming to you live from a dynamic space of Elevate Coworking with signs crafted by the talented team at CM Customs. Spotlighting the innovators from Tulsa's Business Owners Networking Group, connecting great minds across the city. And financial wisdom at your fingertips with My Financial Plan at joinmfp.com. And a special nod to the man behind the camera, Kenneth Bauckham Photography, for capturing our best angles. Let's dive back into today's episode. Now in progress. Now in progress. I like, I like it when you say that. We are with Christine Robinson today. Uh, she can be found at christinerobinsonphotography.com. Christine with a K. Yes, sir. And it's on the front of her name. And it is uh, on the front of my name, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, to be clear. It would yeah. be a little awkward at the back. Yeah, it would be... Ristinic. Ristinic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I may need a moment here. <laughs> Sorry, like if people are funny with words, like, yeah, that's uh, P is in pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, she can also be found on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, and Napster under oh. Christine Robinson, <laughs> Christine Robinson Photography.com. Christine with a K, and there's an E and some R, an R in there. There's, but not LimeWire. She's better than that. Just the yeah, other not, platforms. Yeah, not LimeWire, just the other platforms yeah. where she's dominated. That's so right. Christine is also a teacher of photography, not just a first-rate photographer, but a teacher at the local community college. What do you like the most about teaching? When my student can't figure out what's going on and all of a sudden that light bulb moment goes off and they get it. Right. And then to see some of their images, I get giddy. I'm like a little kid at Christmas when they start bringing me images and I'm like, oh, you did it. That's amazing. And then they will... Actually, even after classes are over, they will text me, hey, can I share a photo with you? I need some, I need some uh, critical, uh, what did we call it? We need a little feedback. And, and I look at their photography and I help them get to that level, which makes me so happy for them. It yeah. just gives me so much joy. That's cool. I mean, that, that's a cool story. Well, okay. Well, what do you like? I mean, is there an ugly side to that? You know, like oh, a part of yes, being a teacher is. that you don't like? Oh, yes, there is. Okay. My flash that I put on my camera is going to the flash hospital Oh. because mm. I let a student borrow it Oh. and it wouldn't come off. It was not pretty. Ooh. Wah, wah, wah. Yes. Um, and I've had some very unruly, I've had one very unruly student. Uh, they make it challenging right. and because I try to be I'm trying to be like the calm mom for everybody because I wasn't with my kids. Right. I was mm -hmm. the quickest one to scream at them. And then my students would get mad. You need to put him in his place. So I have a hard time with that. Right. And I, I dread some of I dread those times, but I haven't had much of that. So all of us as business owners, we have commonalities. Yes. One of those commonalities, I, I call it the climb, like when we're. When we're building yes. and we're going, and no matter how much we love what we do, there still are these challenges. Yes. How do you face these challenges? Because I, they can come up at any moment. They can be larger in nature, like an ability thing or, you know, lots of different things. But how do you face the daily challenge of being a growing entrepreneur? How do I face it? Well, there are some days I don't, and I just go back to bed. Um I keep plugging. I just keep, I reach out. Um, so my biggest challenge is building, continuing to build my client base. I have a lot of clients who are very regular. Mm -hmm. um, 
but it's getting new clients and knocking on doors, so to speak, but networking and, and I'm pretty good about asking other people if, you know, if you're not going to use me, fine. Would you, can you recommend me to somebody? You've got your photographer and I really appreciate that. Um, it's just that daily grind of continuing to look for business, ask for business. Right. So what, who, what do you photograph? You're, are you, you're not a wedding photographer? I do weddings. You do weddings. Okay. Anything with people. Right. So somebody asked me, oh my goodness, because Vitali, my business partner on our website, it also has product photography. I didn't know it at the time. And so this woman asks me, oh, um, I see you do product photography. And I said, no, I'd rather poke my eyes out than do product photography. <laughs> Sorry, Kenneth. It's um, okay. It's, it's a special art, product photography. And I don't, I'm not as good at that. I prefer to work with people. Right. I love doing events. I love portrait photography, families, newborns, uh, newborns, maternity couples. Right. People. Do you like senior pictures and that kind of stuff as well? I love seniors. That's probably, yeah. actually, that's my favorite, favorite group to do. Yeah. That's, uh, we, you know, we all use the same photographer in Shawnee growing up. Yeah. Tom Flora Photography. And uh, by the time my mom got to me, my brother went first and his senior picture was like, you know, eight by 10. And I went there and like the first thing I loved about it is I'm wearing a jacket and no pants. Like I, I, I had on like what? shorts or something and I showed up and he's like, you're not going to wear your pants. I'm like, are you going to photograph my pants? And he's like, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to wear the pants. So well, yeah, what's the point? And, uh, like I, I thought that was the craziest thing I'd ever heard. That's like awesome. He photographs me. He's like, well, do you know which package you'd want? And I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. Like, probably the best one. <laughs> I, I just, you, you know my mom like you just figure that out and so my senior picture is this behemoth thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and my brother was livid yes that my mom spent all this money on me and she was not happy about it but i obligated her to do it <laughs> and then the running joke in my family is my brother every few years makes a poster uh, out of that and like hangs it up somewhere in my house just to remind me now 46 years later that he wow. was upset with my senior, my senior portrait. Oh my goodness! That's great. So I could have used some guidance and advice there. Yes. Yeah, they never let me forget it. You'll never forget it ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Well, I've, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So in business, there's a climb, there's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Do you have mentors that you can turn to? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Is one of them in this building? One of them is in this building. But you also are a mentor. And that's the point I'm trying to make here. You can be a mentor and have a mentor. A hundred percent. I don't know how you would do it otherwise. Right. That's the beauty of all of this. That's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. Right. You get to help others and then you go to get help from, so for instance, Lori Zeller. Yeah. Shameless plug here. Right. Of Zeller Photography when I knew about her photography, not the Elevate co-working, um, I go to her and ask questions. And she, I've met other really amazing photographers. I have no qualms about going to them and asking for help. Right. Because I know I love it when other people come to me and ask for help. Right. I want to help them succeed. I want them to be better. And I'm hoping that my mentors want me to be better as well. All right. We are with Christine Robinson. Christine Robinson Photography. That's Christine with a K. Yeah, just in case you needed to know. And you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, (laughs) and MySpace. She dominates (laughs) in that media. We got another question, then we want to get a business tip from you to share with all of our listeners. Okay. Um, 
So I know you've done a lot of photo shoots. Is there one that's your favorite ever? A hundred percent. Yeah. Which one? It was a senior photo session. Um, and in Oklahoma in the winter, we have that orange grass and I don't know what it's called, but it's, mm. it's special to me. I don't know why. I think it's really, really beautiful. And so I was getting to know this senior and we were just texting back and forth. I wanted to know what she liked, what she didn't like, um, what type of things, she, like who her favorite favorite things were, whatever it was. And she liked Aud- Audrey Hepburn and cowboy stuff. Thought, oh, well. Wow. Does it get any better than that? That's beautiful. <laughs> so my husband, after I had shoulder surgery, drove to Missouri and bought me this Victorian fainting couch. A fainting couch? A fainting couch, uh-huh. Like a lounge. That's, that's different than like a fainting goat, right? Yeah, much yeah. different than a fainting okay. goat. Okay, good. Just checking. Okay. It's a couch that's not comfortable. <laughs> oh. Well. It doesn't have much of a back. You can kind of lean sideways on it. Okay. I don't know. So it's, it's something. It's great to... for boudoir and now seniors. Yeah, I've done some. I haven't done any. <laughs> I, I could have gotten funny and ugly real quick. No. I'm sorry. Please carry on. Moving right along. We, we got the desired result, though. There you go. Um, So I brought my husband. We put it in the truck, and then I also had broken my foot, so I was in a boot. It was a fun, it was just a crazy shoot. I'm in way, way, way south somewhere, past Glenpool, south of Glenpool. I don't know where we were, and we were doing our little shoot. It was by this little, um, an old kind of a dilapidated barn with a little pond, not a lot of water in there. I had to fudge that a little bit. And then I said, oh, hey, do you want to go use the couch in the street? And my husband has it. I love doing stuff on highways. Maybe it's the danger. I don't know. No, no, no. You can't do that. I said, oh, come on. Everybody just watch one side and I'll just we'll just shoot. We'll be fine. We do this. And then I said, hey, I've got an idea. Are you would you be willing to do this? And she said, well, sure. I said, well, we'll go. So we go try to find this grass because I had seen it driving in. But I didn't realize that there were fences everywhere. We keep keep driving, keep driving, and finally, hey, stop! There, there it is. There's no fence. Fabulous. So poor mom of my subject and my husband are getting the fainting couch out for me. I throw her up in the field. We're climbing through mud. It's kind of gross. We're getting <laughs> stickers all over us. I'm shooting a few photos to make sure I've got my light correct and all this stuff. And then so they start getting the lounge up there, and all of a sudden I hear this truck slow down. I'm like, oh shoot. And oh man, did I, I thought we were, I thought I was going to get arrested because wow. I was trespassing. I said, but yours is the only property without a fence. And he didn't really appreciate that a whole lot. And he said, well, I live just down the street. I said, well, I don't know that. And I said, but hey, that guy in the car- truck is really cute. I'll take his photos for you for free if you want. And he said, no, 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 you should have just asked. And I said, well, I would have had I known. Now I know who you are. Can I use your field? <laughs> and it was kind of funny. And he said, I just don't want you to sue me. And I said, I pinky promise I won't sue you. And this guy's a huge, huge guy. And I, so we pinky promised. And uh, there we went. And it was, they were actually my, still my favorite portrait of all time. Okay, we're going to have to see that. <laughs> it's, it's fabulous. We'll put that on your data sheet. Okay. If, if, okay. You're, if oh. you're allowed. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. But. Yeah, they'll, yeah, she'll let me. Okay. I've, I've used because it's just... A beautiful photo. She was afraid. She was really, really shy in the beginning. And I just took one look at her because I'd not met her in person. <gasps> oh, we're going to have so much fun. And I disarmed her quickly and we had a great time. Okay, very well. All right. We're at that time where you give a golden nugget to our friends out there in business land, something that'll keep them hanging on for another day. What you got for us? Oh, golly. Um, Don't give up. 
no is just the beginning of the conversation. Right. That's, I remember it was when I was first in sales way back in the day, um, they would say no. And a lot of my colleagues would get really disappointed and discouraged. And I said, it's a game. They just said, no, it's just step two now. Just keep going. Right. Don't, Don't let it get you down. And if they're not nice, move on because you don't want to work with mean people. Boy, isn't that a great thing to say? You don't want to work with mean people. What's, life is way too short to have work you, with mean Have people. you ever had to fire a client? No, actually I haven't. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, it would. Oh, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't hesitate either. Yeah. When you're working with somebody and it's just not a good fit. Yes. And I think that people know it's hard because then I have, I, I can talk to a brick wall as we all know. <laughs> and when I can't get, any feedback from the person, they probably know that I'm not the right fit for them. And that's right. okay. Okay. Very well. Well, we are with Christine Robinson, Christine Robinson Photography. That's Christine with a K. And you can find her at christinerobinsonphotography.com. You can find her on Facebook. You can find her in the Tulsa Bong Group. You can find her on Instagram and MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> and her first friend was also Tom. <laughs> Christine, thank you for being here. You are thank you. delightful. You and, are uh, awesome. You you are such a bright light in our community. Uh, this is one I was looking forward to. So thanks Aww, for being here. You're so kind. You want to wrap this one up, sir? Sure, let's do it. Uh, all we have to do is say that's a wrap. Yeah, well, but there it is. Not you said a it. not a not a wrap like a boom boom. <laughs> Took a little picture. <laughs> God, you guys are good. How did you, man? That's pretty good. I'm a little frightened. Uh, we can switch it up. Okay, well that's did that's. You practice good. that. A little bit. I think. (laughs) No, no, dude, that's just in your soul right there. In my soul. All right. Well, that's going to be our app for today's show. (laughs) We are thankful for Christine joining us today and to our sponsors uh, who support us in so many wonderful ways. You know, it's kind of a crazy world out there. And I just visualize us in the business world locked arm in arm and kind of walking each other home. Amen. And that we can do things for each other that we couldn't otherwise do on our own. And uh, we hope that these speakers like Christine Robinson from christinerobinsonphotography.com can give you a nugget of hope to hang on for another day and take the next right step. So with that, today, let's all be nice to each other. Let's make good choices for our family. And more importantly than that, today would be a great day to forgive somebody in your life that absolutely doesn't, they don't deserve it. And if you can forgive somebody who doesn't deserve it, that releases that anchor around your own waist that might be holding you back. And, you know, we all have that as a gift anyway. Yes, we do. And it's just a gift we have to accept. And once you've accepted that you've been forgiven, you can forgive others. And what a beautiful thing forgiveness is because it ain't about them. It's about you. Yes, it is. And moving forward. And that's the direction we're supposed to move. Your windshield is much bigger than your rearview mirror. Here's to looking out for good things. Friends, this show, it's about you. And we're so glad you're here at Cashflows. That's our show for today. Stay tuned for another riveting edition of Cashflows. 